Facts. And was that R&B and hip hop? Strictly R&B, what genre was that were you buying at the time? Um, at the time, I was buying strictly R&B. Like I would buy all the people I saw on uh, VH1 Soul and like on okay. the, the music videos, like I used to tape them and rewatch them. And so I started just buying all the people that I would see on there. Yeah. Um, and it was strictly like R&B, but I grew up on like pop. Okay. Like I grew up on like the Britney Spears, the Christina Aguilera's, the Aaron Carter's. And of course it was like Brandy and Monica. And, but anything that was like super mainstream, like that's what yeah. I knew of. <laughs> got brandy hayes on the leo black show how you doing <laughs> i'm good how are you awesome awesome i'm glad that you tapped in um if you don't know already the leo black show is a platform for artists creators to share their journey so with you i want to start from the beginning to the latest what's happening now how'd you begin your for journey sure. um yeah i i started maybe in 2015 um, I had like my first corporate job and it was just not for me. <laughs> so I quit the job and I moved back to, I'm from Chino Hills. So I moved to LA and just started my like artist journey then. Okay. Nice. And how was it growing up in Chino Hills? I mean, it was cool, kind of boring. I mean, there wasn't really like much to do. It wasn't like LA. It was like suburban. Like you could go to the mall, you could go to the movies. That was about it. <laughs> facts, facts. What high school did you go to? I went to Ayala High School, and then I went to Diamond Bar High School. So I switched high schools. Okay, I know Diamond Bar. That's like a little bit in the Empire, right? Like towards the Inland Empire, like the desert. It's hot out there. Yeah. It's exactly the Inland Empire. Yep, that's exactly what they call it. Facts, facts. Yeah, I spent some time in like Riverside County, Moreno Valley. So I'm definitely familiar. Cool. So, yeah. and what happened when you made that transition from finishing school, going into, you know, adulting and working a corporate job? What profession were you thinking of before? Um, so I was an analyst. Okay. So I was doing like marketing and data and stuff like that. And um, it was cool. Like, it's cool when I do it for like me. Facts. But <laughs> when I'm trying to do it for other people, I'm like, this is not what I want to be doing. You're good at numbers. That's what's up. Yeah. It's like the sure. opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible at math for sure. Math, math, right. and uh, yeah, just math and math. was was there like a certain situation in particular where you was like yeah I'm done I I can't do this anymore like I would say not necessarily a specific situation but I would say like the mindset of people is just totally different like what people want and and one time I remember like someone got a ring and it was like super expensive like 10 carats and someone in my office was like wow that's crazy like I'll never own 10 carats in my life and I was like I'm trying to own all of you (laughs) facts yeah they they weren't dreaming big enough (laughs) exactly I was like this is not for me (laughs) I feel that all right cool 
And so, like, growing up, did you have any music influences? Was music in the household? Yeah, um, it wasn't, like, huge. Like, my parents played music. My parents played, like, Aretha Franklin, The Temptations sometimes. Um, My mom loved Babyface and Whitney Houston. um, And Tony Braxton would get played sometimes. But, like, I... I feel like I kind of went back in time, like in 2000s, I discovered the 90s. Yeah. And I know that's like off, right? But I was like a child. So like in 2000, <laughs> I was like, oh, what is Amazon? Oh, they have CDs for like 99 cents. And I could afford that. So like I used to buy hella 90 CDs in 2003. I used to buy hella 90 CDs and just listen to it. And I was like, this was really good. <laughs> Facts and was that R&B and hip hop strictly R&B? What genre was that? Were you buying at the time? Um, at the time, I was buying strictly R&B. Like I would buy all the people I saw on uh, VH1 Soul and like on okay. the the music videos. Like I used to tape them and rewatch them. And so I started just buying all the people that I would see on there. Yeah. Um, and it was strictly like R&B, but I grew up on like pop. Okay, like. I grew up on like the Britney Spears, the Christina Aguilera's, the Aaron Carter's. And of course it was like Brandy and Monica, but anything that was like super mainstream, like that's what I knew of. (laughs) Wow. So that's, that's, you're a real Valley girl then. How'd you get introduced to pop? Uh, Just from like, you know, like, you know, Disney, Nickelodeon, like, I basically knew what was like playing on there, like Mandy Moore, like you know. <laughs> yeah. I did like I did really love uh, growing up. I love Paramore. Um, yeah. yeah, so it kind of some different influences in there. Facts. And were you? Did you watch Disney growing up? Nickelodeon. What was some of your favorite shows growing up? Yeah, all that. Like I love cartoons. Even now, I still love cartoons. Um, I love. Uh, Rugrats, Doug, uh, Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, like all that type of stuff. And then like even now, like Cartoon Network, I loved like the regular show and Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just watched, I've been watching Pokemon on Netflix. <laughs> the first yeah. season. I didn't even know it was 52 episodes, but I've been watching that relent- relentlessly, like binge watching it. It's crazy to, to have- see now. <laughs> I used to have a VH1 tape of Pokemon. Crazy. You see how the cards are selling now? They're selling for like 100K, 200K just for Pokemon cards. That's wild. I still have my cards. And I'm like, I think they're at my parents' house. And I'm like, dang, I should go look. I feel like I had like the prime cards. Like, I feel like I had the regular cards that everyone had. I'm going to have to go check. Like, something in there might be worth it. (laughs) Yeah, you might be sitting on a bag for sure. So you got all the holographics, the Charizards and all that. I got a couple of, I got a couple of, I used to like go to Target and get a pack faithfully every time. Sheesh, yeah, you might be sitting on the bag for sure then. <laughs> you got to go check that out. All right, and I mean, growing up, it's crazy to see all the kids stars now though, like since we grown up, how they've grown up with us, like Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, Amanda Bynes. Have you like tapped into any of their careers to see where they're at now and kind of like, you know, get inspired or reach out to them? Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of child stars, it's like unfortunate. They don't it turn is. out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. Who who in particular are you talking about? 
like Amanda Bynes, Britney Spears, even like, you know, like sometimes they just gotta, they just have a hard time. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure, I feel like even now, like people have struggled with a, a, a rejection as adults. People struggle with criticism as adults. So I, I imagine like as a child, just like constantly being criticized is hard. Facts. I mean, especially now with social media, it's a lot worse. You get to see it in real time, which actually happened with people saying about you. So, and people so argue sure. back. Yeah, you got you got the trolls <laughs> for sure. All right, so um, jumping from high school, getting into music, what was that transition like? Like getting in the studio for the first time, recording your first song, writing your first song, picking the instrumental for it. How'd that go about? Well, the very first time I got in the studio was when I was working my job in New Jersey. Okay. And um, I I got invited just like off of a whim. I went to a party and I got invited. And um, I thought you had to be famous. <laughs> I don't know. My, my parents always made like, they, they always made music seem like it was kind of unattainable. Like we, we support you, but like, like what are you actually gonna do like you know so I thought that like it was unattainable and then like when I was in there I was like so how do you book this place and someone was like you just call (laughs) (laughs) you just call and book it I was like oh okay can we do that so I did like a party next door Drake uh medley okay and I put it on SoundCloud and um it did really well so I was like, yeah, this is this is what I want to do. <laughs> what song was that? Uh, yeah, it's uh I, I did a medley, so I did like a whole bunch of them. Like it started off with like party next door options, then I went into like Drake, how about now? And then like yeah, it was like that time, like around yeah. that time. Yeah, party Pete lit. Too. Like, I know. He just he just dropped like those tapes all over again too, like Persian Rugs, uh, West District Flow. He just retroed it, so I mean, people are still getting informed on P and D. I still know. Still out. You early. You super I early. know. Facts. And is Party Next Door and Drake are were they some of the first artists to inspire you to become a musician? No, I've always wanted to do music. Like I've always sang. Uh, always said I was going to be a singer like when I was like two years old like always Um, but I think Frank Ocean really kind of like sparked that drive in me again when I heard Frank Ocean was it blonde that was like I was like was it orange no no Frank Ocean it was like right before orange okay I think the first song I heard was thinking about you Okay. And Let then, like, I went back and heard Nostalgia Ultra and then the other, like, mixtape stuff. So this was when he was still our future. Yeah. Yeah. I only think no one knew he was gay at the time back then. People were just like, oh, Franco, she's a part of our future. And then later on, like, before he dropped Blonde, you know, then the, then that came out, whatever. Yeah, well, it was right before Channel Orange and, um, like, right before he blew up, because I bought tickets to his concert at the Wiltern. Yeah. It was $35. Lit, lit. I fucked with the Wiltern. Wiltern, that's on Pico, right? 
are in Koreatown? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was 35 bucks. And then, like, that whole article came out where he did the letter. Like, and then his concert sold out. Next day, people were like, I'll pay you $150. And I was like, no, I'm going to go see my concert. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that would have been a cool little resale, like the Pokemon cards. <laughs> so, was was it your first concert? <laughs> no, nah, my first concert was uh, Chris Brown and Bow Wow. Oh, so that must have been like a stadium. Was that Scream Tour? I don't know. It might have been. My cousin got the ticket, and it was my first concert. I was like front. I was like second row in the dead center. Lit. That was some good seats. I know. Uh, Hurricane Chris pointed at me. It was great. What? <laughs> hey, what's, what's, up, what's up with Hurricane Chris? What's happening? Because that was one of the biggest hits of all time, A Bay Bay. That was getting like relentless, nonstop radio play for sure. I don't even know. And I just, I just will never forget. Like I had like braids and I had like a black shirt and had a rock aware. I was like a black rock aware shirt. Yeah. Those are the, those are the days. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I think he got like a, a murder charge right now, which is crazy. He's locked up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of people like that right now. Facts. He, of course, you got Chris still doing his thing. Bow Wow, heavily slept on. You know, he's been doing it for so long. <laughs> he, I know. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. They don't know. Facts. Full, all right, so let's get into Garden Fire. Okay. Is that your sophomore or freshman project, Garden Fire? That's my sophomore That's project. That's my sophomore. Okay, so what project was before Garden Fire that you released? Roses. Roses, okay. And how did Roses come about? Um, Roses was like a project just about, I was just starting out and it was really a project about self-growth and kind yeah. of like telling people you're here and it's okay yeah. to be different. It was very mm-hmm. different at the time. Um, and just like, you know, you, you may bloom at a different time than someone else, but you're still flower. You know what I mean? You're right. still going. It doesn't make you any less important because you're one color and someone else is a different color. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, just, just really about like self growth and 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 happiness. And it was a it was a fun like love esque album too. So. Oh wow! So I mean, I mentioned you mentioned like been one race another than other of course being in the valley there's not much diversity was that a struggle for you growing up like being black um no I like I got a pretty good mixture of everything um I had a pretty good mixture of everything like I had friends that were like all different types of friends you know and like and then everyone had their group. It's like you had like all these other type of friends or in class you had friends but then like at lunch you had your group like yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah like like that like that but I was pretty much friends with, with everyone like I was, cool. I'm pretty friendly most people all like right. me all right so, <laughs> so did that stem stem from like a Beyonce lemonade situation where he left before a white girl snow bunny <laughs> what when you, when you said you know just like dealing with being one color and people being another and you know, kind of just oh, like that, no. that doesn't really change anything. Like, Everyone is, is opportunity, opportunity, opportunity situation. Like, 
you know, sometimes you just have to work hard to show people that you're just as wonderful as someone else. Just as talented, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to work twice as hard, which sucks. Exactly. You know? exactly. Definitely. All right, cool. So let's let's go on to the uh, sophomore project, Garden Fire. How did that start? Definitely about a person. Okay. Uh, real yeah. life experiences. <laughs> real life experiences. Yeah. Okay, was it um, a relationship? A situationship. Okay. Where did the title come from? As... It was kind of like a playoff roses because you have roses and then I feel like, you know, happy, built a little garden, like all the flowers are blooming. And then there's like a big old fire in the middle of the garden. Someone's trying to take down my garden, but they can't. (laughs) But there was a fire started in the garden, for sure. Okay. And what was your process like when working on that project, Garden Fire? Um, I wrote all those songs like in my room. So you write your own music. Thinking about the situation. Um, what'd you say? I said, so you write all your own songs. Yep, I write all my own songs. Wow, okay. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, just different scenarios in that situation it just kind of they all came about mm-hmm. any in particular you want to elaborate on i mean like so like the intro is like real personal it's like yeah. a story kind of like it's, it's not even like a song for all it's really like a continuous story right. um just like displaying the emotion of like how I felt at the time mm-hmm. where it was just like for me um I didn't even care if we were like together or not it was really like the other person that just made it such a big deal that mm-hmm. we weren't or like you know what I mean I'm like I'm just here to be here like I'm on your time like it's fine and it's like the only time in my life I've ever been like that like normally mm-hmm. I'm like I don't care like next like um, no you're not like but this was like a person I had talked to previously in in college Mm -hmm. uh at one point in time so it was kind of like a personal relationship like you know me like you know what I mean right um it it sucks starting all over yeah and just go through the bushes so you don't have to didn't work out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I mean, being being an advocate for women that may have been in that same situation, what advice would you give them? Like, um, don't hold on to toxic situations. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just gotta like take the first sign. Like, I think people make excuses. Like, no matter what it is, people will make excuses. Like, oh well, you know, it's just the temper towards other people people or like oh it's just selfish with so-and-so it's like Mm -hmm. no that's who the person is like take it for what it is that's fact yeah people gonna show you their true colors eventually so when they do you gotta believe them exactly thanks all right so let's let's get on to your most recent project the latest silhouette which is definitely one of my favorites definitely sounds seasoned in that 
Let's talk about the process of making a silhouette and where the title um, comes from. So the title, the title is just like funny because it's like perfect timing because it was like the silhouette challenge. But uh, I don't know. I just always like sunsets and I always like like silhouettes sunrises silhouettes sunsets and stuff like that like the the shadowy figures so um and it's kind of romantic like sunsets are kind of romantic so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how the name came about um and the process like everything I do at least right now kind of comes from real life so it was just about like you know adventures with different different people (laughs) okay Nice. And did you write that yourself as well? All the songs on the AP? I wrote all the songs. I mixed all the songs. You mix your own songs. What programs do you use? Pro Tools. Use Pro Tools? Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. not easy. You mix in Pro Tools. Okay. (laughs) So you're a real engineer. A little bit. You know, I... I have like a, a template. I have some help sometimes, but for the most part, I do everything myself. But I mean, I do it myself now. But you know, you know, someone, if someone's out there, I will take your help. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. And what about the production? How do you find your production when you produce yourself? So, um, two of the songs, someone found me. Um, someone came to me and they sent me something and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. Like, let me try it. And it just worked out really well. Um, and then, and then the other song I actually had like my second song. Um, no, it was on site. No, it was the second song. Um, but anyway, one song, I had a song from the internet. Like I used YouTube. Mm-hmm. and someone wouldn't sell me the beat it was ashes and I was like dang okay like I'm gonna have to get it remade yeah. so then someone brought like the on-site beat to me and I was like oh it could pit- it could fit with ashes I could make it work and then I was like no let me make a new song and we just loved it and we like sat down in the studio and they had to redo it because they didn't have the stems so they had to like redo that song. Then they had they redid Ashes for me and like gave it a new beat. So that's how that came about. And that was really fun. Hey, YouTube be coming through clutch. For sure. Sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> but a lot of people like they won't sell it to you because it's like yeah. doing too well. And I'm like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> Facts. Let's talk about your YouTube game. I mean, obviously you got some proper visuals. How do you uh how do you come up with the formula? visuals do you direct them yourself um yeah kind of i i kind of just like some of the videos are just kind of me messing around i have a camera um or like me and my roommate messing around with the camera but then like the other videos i just like i come up with like a small concept um and i really want to start making stories in my videos like Mm. love to make videos with stories Mm -hmm. so we're gonna get there for sure i'm trying to release a lot of new music this year so you're definitely gonna see some storylines for sure yeah pretend is one of my favorite videos i mean obviously i see a storyline yeah yeah how did did that video come about 
Um, so I, I just like like reaching out to people. So I found someone I really liked, a director I really liked, and um, he owns his own camera. And I hit him up, and I just like worked out my situation. I'm like, this is what I'm working with. Like, luckily he do. So I just, you know, I'm like girl power. Like I'm gonna get it done. So it was really just like that. Um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to convey the emotion of the song and I think I think I think I did like okay it was like my first like you know real video big video with like a real camera <laughs> okay yeah it's lit definitely like seasoned in it um what is your situation because you mentioned your situation you've been operating like like independent you know but moving like a major so what is your situation right now you have a partnership you know you're distributing on your own um I have distribution through Empire Okay. But I mean, I it's independent. Like I do everything for real for myself. Um, I do have a PR, David Dwayne, and it's really just kind of like me and my PR just like running the streets. <laughs> Lit. Yeah, shout out Empire, Gazi, them guys over there. How's that been working for you? Good. They're really good. They're really cool. Um I'm I'm hopefully hopefully I'll get to start working with them a lot more as I get, you know, build a name and a brand for myself. Um, so I'm just keep releasing stuff, pushing, give the audience new things. Okay. And definitely you, you're doing that. You're building that brand. Um, what's next? Is it collaborations? You know, is it more visuals? When you say, you know, reach out and do more with your label in regards to what? So um, I do have a, a video coming soon. Um, nice. I Is that off a silhouette? Coming. Yeah. Okay. Is it so going to be? Because that's my shit. I know. I know. I, I, I can't say. Because it's like <laughs> I, might do, I might do a dual thing. We, we don't know. We're going to see. But I, right. I filmed it. Out. It's already filmed and everything. I'm just working on the edits. Um, and it'll be out soon. Let can't wait to see that. And what are some, <laughs> what are some artists that you want to work with? What well, forever and always, Frank Ocean will always be my number one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I love like Tyler the Creator too, and Pharrell. Um, I love Doja Cat. I love. Um, I'm trying to think of people who are out now. Yeah. I love. Why, why, do, why does your like, cat? I don't, I, I don't know. She's she's really talented. Like if you, it's not even just about like her words. Like I'm, you know, I write all my words, right? So she has bars. Like people don't, people might not realize that she has bars. <laughs> is, is it one does your cat bar that really caught you? So. Mm, Uh, I really love Doja. My favorite song is Doja Cat Rules. Okay. It's like one of my favorite songs. So, uh, I can't say like there's a specific bar, but like she, she goes hard. <laughs> but I definitely get that vibe from the music, like a Doja Cat, SZA vibe, a little bit of Janae Aiko in there. How did you find your sound? I mean, cause obviously you have a lane. How did you find your lane sound? 
and and what genre do you consider it? Um, I don't know. I I still like struggle with a specific sound because I love I just love music and I have like all different types of songs. Um, I have songs that are more soulful. I have songs. Um, I just did my first indie rockish type song or whatever I don't know but I think like maybe when it's coming from me people will still consider it R&B I don't know <laughs> but uh I just do what I like honestly like I just right now I'm just creating whatever it is that I like and hopefully I can have people hear it and they'll like it too that's what's up and the name Brandy Hayes is that your real name yeah that's my really name. <laughs> your, real, your real first and last name yeah that's lit <laughs> i like that it's original you know yeah what's your zodiac yeah. sign i'm a sagittarius sagittarius okay you a sag yes the best yeah. sign <laughs> <laughs> you believe in that like zodiac signs um i do i definitely believe in zodiac signs i can't say that i like know them to a t like i couldn't tell you like oh yeah that you're like like I am not that person. But okay. if you tell me, I'll probably be like, oh really? Okay, I believe you. Right, right. <laughs> it, what is it about the Sagittarius sign that you feel like is transparent with your character? Um blunt people, like like I don't know. Like I'm a very say what's on my mind type of person. I, I don't typically like overthink what I'm gonna say to people because everything that I do I'm operating out of love. So, okay. you know, it's like, if I tell you like, no, that's not the shirt. No, you need to wear a different one. Like, it's not cause like, I'm trying to hurt your feelings. It's like, no, I want you to look the best. I care about you. I don't think that's your best. Put on your best, like, you know? <laughs> Thanks. And it, it's the same rules apply when it comes to guys as well? I don't know. I know that like, I think with signs, like girls and guys are a little bit different. Okay. A little bit different. Yeah. Is there any type of guys in particular that you're attracted to? Any characteristics? Um, be before honest, we go before we go on this subject, we can't what's your status right now for the guys tapped in right now to the Leo Black Show? Oh, I'm single. Hey, you single? You single ready to mingle or are you just single? You know what? I'm just single because, like, I'm hella busy all the time. I'm yeah. always super busy. So sometimes it gets a little hard to mingle. Okay. And so do you got, like, a celebrity crush? No, not really. Honestly, like, I feel like I when I was younger, I thought I was going to, like, marry Little Romeo. I was, like, die hard. <laughs> Why Little Romeo? Like, because <laughs> like you know, I don't know we're like he was like he was probably like 13 and I was probably like 7 and I'm like oh my god that's the guy for me I don't know it's just he had like he was like had his own show you know it just I thought that was that was me that was like all me when I was little I was like nobody could tell me different this is what it is <laughs> but now I'm like mm, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that Master P. They actually locked in. They in LA, right? Like yeah. Valley. So he pretty close. I mean, that may still be an opportunity. It's a little wrong. He's still. You out know there. what? 
Be close. What's, what's funny is I met I met Master P um, one time when I was uh, I was like in the studio with a friend and uh, he was working with Master P and he was in there. Very, very smart guy. Like I was young and stupid. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> That's crazy. Have you met any other celebrities? Um, yeah, I mean, like, and it depends on what you mean as a celebrity, too. But yeah, like, I know, I know a lot of people, like, I feel like being in LA, you kind of like just run into people, um, get introduced to people. And, and sometimes it's not even like they know who you are, but just like meeting them is like kind of awesome, you know? Yeah. Who in particular? Um, it was cool when I met Big Sean. Yeah. Oh, he just dropped the album. Shout out Big Sean. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the like, with Nipsey. he probably wouldn't know who I was. Like, if you asked, like, he was not going to know who I am. But I was just like in the room and he's like, oh, what's up? I'm, I'm like, hi. <laughs> like, I know who you are. Yeah. Was that the yeah. studio or? Yeah, I was in the studio. What was he working on? I think he was working on Detroit 2 at the time. I think he was working on Detroit 2 at the time. So, the one that just came out. Lit. And were you in the studio assistant with that? Or you kind of just played the background? No, on that one, I was just kind of in the back. I was, like, invited by a friend, and, like, we were all just hanging out. It was, like, a couple people there. We were all just chilling. Lit. All right. So while we got the platform, Brandy, is there anything that you want to drop, you know, any upcoming projects that we should know about? Of course, we're following you. We tapped in right now. So the platform is yours. Um, watch out for my video. Definitely dropping in, in March. Um, and then I may have some more surprises in April and May. So that's all I can really give away right now. Facts. All right, for sure, Brandy. Uh, you want to drop any social links? Yeah, so Instagram is uh, Instagram slash Brandy Hayes. Um, Twitter and Facebook is the Brandy Hayes SoundCloud. You search me, Brandy Hayes. Brandy Hayes, everything. BrandyHayes.com. <laughs> All right, Brandy Hayes, thank you for tapping into the Leo Black Show. Thank you for everything that you do. No problem. All right.